Welcome to the Wilson and Lailing podcast. Today, Dr. Wilson will be sharing the Word of God. Let's all get ready to receive. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode on leadership. Have you ever seen leaders break down or give up even when the challenges around them did not seem to warrant it? Or perhaps leaders who cannot seem to break through challenges that that you would think were not insurmountable? You might think, surely these leaders can face such battles and overcome them. So why did they fail? The reality is many battles are not only fought on the outside, but also on the inside. In our minds, in our emotions, in our spirits, we must come to grips with the internal battles that we face in order to gain the victory in the external battles. So in this episode, I will explore the importance of winning the inside battles. We will look at some of the key internal battles that we must win and offer some quick tips on winning these battles. Now, why must battles be won inside? Well, imagine a submarine when it dives down to great depths. It must be able to withstand the pressures of the deep. The pressures increase by about one atmosphere for every 10 meters of depth. An atmosphere is the air pressure that exists at the level of the seashore. So submarines can only go down to depths that their reinforced steel hulls can withstand. Even the best designed hulls of nuclear submarines apparently cannot exceed 1,000 meters. They would be experiencing 100 atmospheres at that point in time. Beyond that, their hulls will buckle in, crush from the outside in. And that is why every submarine cannot dive beyond a certain depth, known as the crush depth. As leaders, we can face some intense battles as well. After all, being in a leader tends to put us in the front lines. So any significant battles on the outside also become internal battles for us. It is no longer just what is happening outside, but also what's happening in our soul, in our spirit. This is because it is no longer just some quick, short battle that has no inner impact upon us. Instead, an extended or intense battle, it impacts our souls. For it requires our hearts, our minds to engage at a significant degree over an extended period. So when we face such intense battles, how well we cope with such battles very much depends on our inner fortitude. Sometimes the intensity of the battle may seem like more than 100 atmospheres if we lack the necessary inner strength. We are crushed inside. And so it external collapse becomes inevitable. So such battles must be won inside so that we can deal with the pressures brought by the external battles. So let me now help us understand why battles ought to be won inside first. Having the necessary inner strength can only ensure that we cope with the external battle. Sometimes that is what is required because we are unable to sway the cause of certain battles 
that may be raging around us. But there are battles in which our response can impact the outcome. And in such times, whether we can win the external battle could depend on us winning the inner battle first. Imagine fighting on two battlefronts at the same time, one inside and one outside. It splits our attention, our mental, emotional and spiritual resources. So winning the battle inside first means we can now begin to have excess energy, motivation to focus on pushing forward externally during an intense battle. So imagine a leader that has issues with insecurities, but the battle has not yet been won on that front. Then his leadership is perhaps challenged by others in the organization due to perhaps some ongoing disagreements. So the external battle now impacts severely on the inside because his insecurities will flare up. He now has to struggle with his insecurities and at the same time uh, deal with the leadership challenge. His attention, his energies are diverted on two fronts. It becomes much tougher to win the battle. Now imagine if this leader manages to uh, deal and resolve with his internal issues quickly, he can now give full attention to the external battle. Now imagine if this leader manages to resolve his internal issue quickly, he can now give his full attention to the external battle. And so the possibility of overcoming the leadership challenge increases markedly. Hence, the more inner battles that we can win first and quickly, it will mean greater success on the external. Now, let me examine some key battles that leaders will face. Well, the key to spiritual victory is winning the faith battle. You see, as spiritual leaders, uh, we will engage with spiritual battles. Naturally, spiritual battles involve the spiritual realm because the Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 21, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So such spiritual enemies cannot be defeated by just human efforts and human means. It requires spiritual armor, weapons and strategies. That's why the Bible says in Ephesians 6 verse 13, it says, Therefore put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. It also says in 2 Corinthians in chapter 10 verse 4, The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Yet the use of this Armors and weapons requires our faith. You see, faith is needed to put it on, to put the armor on. And faith is needed to uh, wield the, the sword of the Spirit. And so, in fact, the Bible speaks of our faith as being our shield, which is able to extinguish the darts of the evil one. And one of our key weapons, of course, is the sword of God's Word, which also requires faith to be effective in our hands. Will our faith be found adequate or wanting in the thick of battle? 
Will we have the faith to trust in God more than the problem at hand? Will our faith be there to fight the good fight despite the fact that we're facing a big enemy? Years ago, I fell sick. Uh, I, I had a raging high fever that could not be brought down by the usual means. When I went to the hospital, the doctor examined me and he told me that I had the worst case of pneumonia he had ever seen. There was so much fluid in my lungs and they pumped antibiotics into my arm, uh, but the, the fever kept raging on. Eventually, they discovered that I had Legionnaire's disease and one of our medical guys came and visited me and he told me that people die from such diseases. Uh, that was a rather helpful piece of news to uh, hear it. But at the same time, I was also due to go to preach in a very important camp in Melbourne in less than two weeks. And here I was in bed with a high fever. And, but I was busy preparing to go for the camp. I was preparing my sermons and the teachings. Uh, and I was able to do this. I was able to focus upon that because I had already won the faith battle inside. You see, I was utterly convinced that God had the situation in control. I was absolutely convinced that I would recover very soon. And so as a result, I could focus all my limited energy to the task that was at hand. Let me now give you another area. The key to compelling victory is winning the conviction battle. 2 Kings in chapter 13, verse 15 to 19, it tells us the story of King Jehoash uh, when he visited the dying prophet Elisha. And Elisha instructed him that he should strike the ground with his arrow. And so King Jehoash struck the ground once, twice, and three times. Then he stopped. And Elisha was very upset with the king because he said that he should have struck the arrow on the ground five or six times. And that was when he began to prophesy to the king uh, Jehoash that he will only defeat his enemies, the Arameans, three times, which was the number of times he struck the arrow on the ground. And in fact, if he would defeat them five or six times, he would then completely destroy them. Jehoash did not fully succeed because he lacked the conviction. See, on the other hand, when David confronted Goliath and beat him, in 1 Samuel chapter 17, it was because David was full of conviction that he will and he could beat Goliath. It was a clear win, a compelling victory. Now, why does that happen? You see, conviction motivates us so that we may penetrate further into the enemy lines, that we may hit harder, that we may be more persistent in fighting the battle. Deep convictions will not allow us to be satisfied with partial or temporary victories. Conviction means we usually go all the way to complete the job. This is how we obtain compelling victories. Leaders, we must have strong, solid convictions about the mission that we are on, the principles upon which we stand. I shared upon uh, about the importance of a leader's conviction in an earlier episode. So please check that out. Now, I've had to face many challenges and trials along the way in my leadership 
trials which could have blown me off course from the mission that God gave me. But because I had deep convictions about the certainty of God's calling upon my life, I refused to be pushed off course. I, I refused to be distracted. I stood my ground and ha I have been standing this ground for the past 30 years. Our church, Hope Church, had now have our own facility called United Community Center. And this is where our main broadcast service is done. Now, the journey of building our own facility was arduous. We had a long struggle with our local council to get permission to build. There were all kinds of resistance. The land was not the right zoning for a large building. There was a substantial vegetation protection order. So they did not like us removing the trees, which covered at least two thirds of the land. The council did not want our building to be visible onto the road because this was a rural feel to the whole area and on and on. And the problem was the requirements, it kept changing all the time. It, it would have been enough to cause anyone to throw up their hands and, and, and give up on this whole matter. But we fought on for five years until we obtained the victory. And we could do so because I had a deep conviction that God had spoken to us, that the land was ours, even though we would face many battles along the way. You see, a depth of conviction would help us keep our church focused on staying the path, despite the many challenges. Now, let me share another thing. And that is, the key to lasting victory is to win the character battle. You see, some battles never seem to end. Instead, they seem to be on a merry-go-round. They keep coming back again and again. A major area of battle is due to our own character weaknesses, impacting upon our leadership competence and capacity. Perhaps it, it might be an anger problem. Moses had an anger problem, and it costed him from entering the promised land. He just lost his cool and did the wrong thing before God. Perhaps it's a negativity. You know, the prophet Elijah, he had a tendency to enter the depression. He just got too negative. And as a result, he could not continue to confront King Ahab and Queen Jezebel. Perhaps it's jealousy. King uh, Saul's jealousy of David drove him to extremes. He became obsessed with getting rid of David. So there can be many battles which are not won once, but the fruit of victory has to be maintained. One key area that helps us maintain that victory is due to the strength of our character. Otherwise, the same battles will return again. Lasting victory will require us to resolve those specific character flaws, to win the character battle inside. You know, uh, growing up, I was a rather self-centered person. I was all concerned about myself. I was focused about what I wanted to do far more than upon others. If I had continued with that character weakness, I would not have been available to use by God uh, as I am today. God had to transform my heart. I had to win the character battles in that area so that I could become more and more selfless and so that I would be willing to uh, give of myself to God, that I would willingly make huge personal sacrifices for the sake of the church and others. 
and I continue to do so. Lasting victory is possible when we win the character battle first. Now, let me give us some quick tips on how we may begin to win some of these internal battles. The first one is this, we must resolve to win the inner battles. This resolve and determination is crucial because often it is easier not to focus on winning the inner battles because it's less visible to others, because the rewards are not so tangible, nor is it immediately obvious. But when we recognize its significance and the impact upon our external battles, it will motivate us to deal with them. Give it priority. Give it your attention. Win the battles quicker, sooner, fuller, fully in fact. And then we will reap the long-term results of less internal battles and greater victories externally. Now, the second thing is this. Lean upon God for help. You know, we can be so limited in what we can achieve inside. But with God's help, far, far more is possible. The Holy Spirit is the key to help us identify the inner issues that we have to deal with. And the Holy Spirit is the one who can empower us to gain the inner victory. God can renew our minds, transform our hearts, and strengthen us to win the battles inside. The third key is this develop a positive mindset. Developing and maintaining a positive mindset is a crucial element to the inner battles uh, because at times it, it deals with some really deep-seated issues in our lives and it could take a while. This, therefore, is why we need to have hope. Hope in winning the internal battle because God is with us. We need to have faith in God who can transform us inside. We need to have a vision that motivates us to persevere for a greater good. And lastly, fourthly, be willing to seek assistance. You know, having others around to encourage us, to support us, even making us accountable. That can make a huge difference to us. Some of these big battles, uh, internal battles, may need, may be much more complicated and may need some help of counselors. Get the help you need, whatever it takes. So let me just conclude. Leaders often overcome the external battles because they first won the battles inside. And such leaders then can then go further and win those bigger battles. Don't neglect your internal battles. You do it to a, with a great detriment to your leadership. Instead, win them and the external battles will become much easier. God bless you. We trust you've been blessed by the word today. Do visit www.wilsonlyling.com for more messages and teachings. For the latest news and updates, follow Facebook and Instagram, wilson.lyling.